boy, boy, no. And I did one where I ate a hot pepper on camera. And boy, did I regret it because I burned the crap out of my mouth and I'm probably two hours away from burning the crap out of my butthole. Man, how are things over there? I hope you're not eating spicy peppers and pooping them out. No, but I, I did uh, for today and I, I just watched uh, the movie. Uh, peanut butter falcon. So I made what I'm calling a peanut butter falcon, which is uh, whole milk, uh, a, a, a two ounce pour of whole milk, Bailey's, and peanut butter whiskey. So uh, if you're a wrestling fan out there, uh, which I believe, Stephanie, you are a wrestling fan. Stephanie, how are you doing? I hope we get some good questions from you today. Uh, good to see people are checking in already. I, I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, we're going about 20 minutes later than uh, we actually wanted to here, but uh, everything everything's looking good. Um, making sure yeah, everything everything looks like it's working, so I think we're good to move forward. Um, but yeah, Mike, what are you drinking? I got my peanut butter falcon. Uh, well, the recently, uh, yeah, I recently finished my screwball peanut butter whiskey bottle. So now I'm making my way through a 12 pack of Dr. Pepper cream sodas. Um, but before we get too far away, that peanut butter Falcon movie. Oh man. If you are a wrestling fan and why would you be listening to the show? If you're not, unless you just like looking at two handsome devils, That's uh, peanut butter Falcon's about a, a young man trying to do some self-discovery and pursue some dreams. And uh, he comes across Shia LaBeouf, which, you know, that's not everybody's dream. But Shia LaBeouf helps this young man uh, become a professional wrestler. So I, I think the trailers were a little misleading. I thought it was just kind of a huggy-wuggy, uh, feel-good indie movie. And there's cameos by Jake the Snake Roberts in this movie. So as a wrestling fan, absolutely take the time uh, 90 minutes of joy for the peanut butter pill. Yeah, I, uh, I, I definitely, I wasn't prepared for, for how much wrestling was going to be in this. So if, uh, again, if, if you're cool with that, uh, dominating the, <laughs> the, I don't know, the content you're consuming, I'm assuming again that you are, uh, you're going to be in for a hell of a trip. Um, and I, you know, uh, it's, I don't know what it is, if it's fatherhood, but it's really hard for me to get through a movie without crying. So this was uh, no exception. And uh, yeah, this is another tough one. I, I feel like I cry at everything now. Um, not embarrassed about it. Just uh, just one of those just one of those things. Maybe it's uh, me facing my mortality and seeing other people live their dreams. And then you just start to, you know, realize life's slipping away and uh, death is knocking on the door um all right mike uh, we got some new videos so here's what i'm gonna do uh we're gonna let's transition here Woo! wrestling news look at that sweet ass transition yeah wrestling news oh. all right we're back all right um i i hope uh mike uh, i hope for for the sake of the show uh hey amy what's up uh amy's got her comment there on facebook yes thank you Woo! hey amy um and uh, Stephanie, I did see your comment there too. We'll we'll get to that later. Um, so that that will be coming up. But uh, oh yeah, look at that sweet. Ass. So I've got it. I've got it up on my phone too. So I'm watching. God damn that transition. Oh, I hope y'all liked it. Um, I uh, I would say I spent a lot of time on it, but Mike knows that I was putting it together maybe five minutes before we went live. So it's not um, it's not as perfect as I want it to be. 
but it exists now. So now everybody's going to know when we switch topics, at least on video. Uh, nobody's going to know when they're listening to the podcast. We need like a, uh, I made like a hot tag one too. So we need like a, I don't know, maybe, should we do like a, like a Michael Cole call of like, and there's the tag and, you know, cheer from the crowd. So I tried to make uh, one. Uh, you could, you could, right. you could do that, or you could do, you could pipe in Jim Ross on AEW, going, "Well, there's uh, the best friends. There's Chuck uh, tag, uh, tagging his tag team partner because he doesn't know the name of the other guy." Um, <laughs> so that's always fun. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I think we're gonna make make mention of it here in a minute. The uh, some of the some of the commentary uh, in WWE that uh, has been outstanding and uh from a color commentary's perspective and then uh the play-by-play is ooh, desperate need of a reboot a little bit uh, a little fresh talent there um yeah i don't know if you want to dive right into it if you're ready yeah let's do it um i i think uh i i do i like more banter on the hockey show and then less banter here because we know we actually know what we're talking about right <laughs> Okay, well, this one uh, on NXT this week, uh, I mean, we got so much to talk about. Uh, we had SummerSlam, we had uh, uh, NXT, Triple X, uh, Vin Diesel style, and then we've got Payback uh, this Sunday. So, you know, we got to get back in gear for that. We got some, some people debuting on Raw, some returns, but man, I was kind of excited for the commentary table in NXT because uh, Bad News Barrett was back. Um and as far as like a color commentary guy who um, really makes me feel a, a little afraid when he's yelling <laughs> in the microphone. Yeah. Oh, it's a great headlock there. And I was just like, Jesus, this is like some, some Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, orc voice uh, yeah. coming out of Wade Barrett. Um, but I'm glad this guy has a job. I, I don't know why they keep. Um, saying that it's going to be like a one-off or like a short-term thing, because if one night is any indication, uh, NXT could desperately use a guy like that. Um, I, as much as I I know that the WWE has a real affinity for um, Northeast American accents, kind of you know running their show, um, you know like Jim Ross was the exception with the Southern accent, but most of it, most of the other guys all kind of have that northeastern northeastern accent. Um, I think for uh, for Bad News Bear to come in and do so well in one night, I, I, it never felt like he was out of place. Um, it felt like he's a welcome addition. Um, I just want more of it, and I, I think this was a good move, and I, I hope he's here to stay. And I, I hope they don't feel like they need to uh, you know put him back in the ring. If this is what he's happy doing, more of it, please. Now, I'm going to say, before I say what I'm about to say, let me, let me preface here. Um, I, I, I think my, my love of wrestling is in the proof that I put out a video for y'all where I said the Brothers of Discussion top five moments that happened at SummerSlam this week. Uh, and I hope you, you guys got a chance to check it out. There's a blog. There's a blog on bodpodcast.com. Um, I put together graphics, and we're doing a live show. Uh, obviously, I care about pro wrestling. I watched NXT on mute, and I totally forgot that Wade Barrett <laughs> was calling it. 
I know, I know, I know. I know. All right, everybody in the chat right now. Uh, does that make me a horrible wrestling fan? Yes. Uh, that I, yes. I, that I watch wrestling on mute, or is it okay? Just no. Make me feel bad. Um, yeah. To go ahead right now. Uh, tell you what. On YouTube, we'll actually have a poll, so we'll run the results next week. Um, am I a bad wrestling fan for watching it on mute? Um, Amy, be kind. Uh, Amy's actually helped us a couple times already. I've sent her some graphics, and I've asked for honest opinion. And uh, she was one of the few people to be honest and uh, tell me it was shit. So, <laughs> so I, I, hope that, I hope that she'll be nice here. But um, I think one thing to keep I, in mind, too, with, uh, with Wade Barrett doing so well, yeah. um, you know, one of, the, one of the bright spots on Monday Night Raw with the, the weekly three-hour odyssey uh, that we find ourselves going through um, is Samoa Joe. Mm -hmm. And it really, it really is um, kind of shocking how excellent those guys are off the cuff, just like describing something, being in the moment. <laughs> And how little WWE has utilized either of those guys to just tell stories on the microphone. Uh, it definitely feels like a missed opportunity, and I you kind of wish that you were in the in the in the pitch room to hear. Uh, so so why aren't we pushing these guys again? Uh, you know, Wade Barrett's ceiling was the Intercontinental Title, and Samoa Joe's was losing to Brock Lesnar a couple times. So. So, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's kind of like I don't know what else you wanted to see, but you know they're they're pretty good at with uh, with the microphone and they're not terrible wrestlers and they kind of have unique looks. So I, I don't know. Uh, Amy uh, is uh, letting us know that I missed an opportunity here. Uh, she <laughs> she says sorry, love. That's bad. Um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not like proud of it. I, I just look there. There's the baby. Um, oh, here we go with the baby. Here we so, go. Sometimes the baby. Um, Mike, I you know I uh, I've been playing a lot of Warzone. I've been addict. I'm addicted. See, there's a problem. Addiction. You can't you can't be mad at someone who's addicted to video games because it's a medical issue. So you're a bad person if you call me out on it so there's addiction the baby um what other excuses can i make up um any hoozles all right uh <laughs> continuing on i i am i know i i'm gonna go back and listen to wade um i think it's awesome it. i think it's cool that they put him on the nxt roster already i thought that was kind of neat uh went back and uh, <laughs> amy says see a doctor um, Amy, we're gonna have to have you on the show next week. Uh, we're gonna have to sync this up so that we can, <laughs> we can hear from the, uh, I don't want you to be the peanut gallery. I guess I want you to be a part of the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that was kind of neat. They went back and, and got some old pictures away and now he's, he's on that roster again. Mike, uh, how about the Thunderdome? Uh, you brought up, uh, the not so good, uh, everything that, uh, kind of revolves around, uh, that idea that we've all been posting in the last week of why we can't have nice things. Uh, the Thunderdome, why is everybody trying to ruin it? Um, I saw someone, they went onto the Thunderdome, held up a sign that said, Fire Velveteen Dream, and then for the rest of the night on SummerSlam, like, look, I think we're both, we've both been pretty vocal about our viewpoint on that. 
Um, and, and part of my, my video, I actually touched on Velveteen Dream. That was the opening segment. I didn't touch, I didn't touch on, Vel I talked about Velveteen Dream. That's terrible choice of words. Jesus Christ. Um, but I, I, I brought up the, like the idea that we don't, we don't really know what's going on, but I want them to talk about it. I want Triple H to come out and say something like, like he's Roger Goodell. I want Vince McMahon to come out and say something and have a press conference. Uh, I, I don't think that's too much to ask, and I think ignoring it is what the problem is. Uh, so if they did an investigation and they didn't find anything, let us know. Don't do an interview on some small, uh, you know, media publication. Like, come out and say, look, this is on WWE.com. This is what happened with Velveteen Dream. Um, that's. I, I just wanted to come out and say that again. Like, the, the thing that we want to see is an acknowledgement that this is an issue and the more that they push it under the rug i think the more worried we get that there actually is a problem and they're just hoping we'll forget i, I and i think that's as honest as we can be with all of this right uh you're still talking about people doing bad things in the thunderdome pictures no i was talking i just wanted to sum up our feelings on velveteen dream before i continued on what else is going on in the thunderdome but um, so all right, so I think the consensus there was just it was too soon, and I don't think anybody was ready for him to come back. I I, I think yeah, we could have waited. I, we didn't need him. And I, I think it still um, comes back though to that idea that they should have acknowledged it at any point, like right when it happened, the first night he wrestled, every successive night after that. I it's it's handled very poorly. We don't know what the hell's going on. It's still, you have to make sure you say the word accusation. Um, I I think it's, <laughs> there's a lot of evidence out there, right? So how, yeah. how is it I, just turned into? I don't want to get bogged, I don't want to get bogged down too much on that just because I know we talked about it a lot in the last episode and, uh, know. you know, we still don't have all the facts. Um, That's, yeah. So I would I, just say I, that the Thunderdome, I, I, will, yeah. I won't say that uh, <laughs> one or two people I think one or two people tried to ruin it for everybody else, but it was a really good idea. Um, I think uh, I think the NBA had a really good start with that idea, with that um, the virtual fan experience where you can get the people there virtually, you know, on a screen. Uh, you know, you get to be face to face with the camera. It kind of looks like you're in the stadium, you know, reacting to what's going on in the matches. Um, they still had a, an audio kind of. Uh, give and take, uh, you know, as heels or faces, you know, we're having their moments in the match. Um, but yeah, I uh, I like that they gave uh, quite a few liberties to people. Like somehow we still got MJ up 2020 up there. We still got, uh, you know, fire of a Dean Dream, uh, but we still had just people with smiling faces. Uh, somehow there was a Pikachu out there. Um, so I guess what kind of fascinates me um, is, you know, what they were paying a, some intern uh, to do some vetting of who was allowed to keep, um, uh, like, broadcasting themselves. Because there's a few people I saw on uh, the wrestling community on Twitter who were saying, well, I've been here for four hours. I'm taking a break. So it's just kind of funny that I guess you wouldn't want to necessarily kick people out or time it because... God forbid, what if you ran out of people and some of the screens were black or something? Um, I mean, I know you could do, like, the old video game and maybe, like, 
you know, carbon copies from people up into the rafters, but uh, I would be fascinated to see whose job it was to make sure, you know, that there wasn't just live nudes um, and, you know, OnlyFans accounts uh, streaming <laughs> during SummerSlam. Right. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with OnlyFans, that's when you uh, basically, it's almost like custom porn. Um where you can interact with your favorite porn star and they'll do special things for you. I've heard. I haven't seen. Also, to anybody Mike's talking to right now, welcome to planet Earth. All right. Um, I would just want to say two things. Everybody, stop trying to ruin it. Like, and that's why I wanted to preface Velveteen Dream so much. Because even though it needs to happen, like, we need action by WWE evol involving uh, uh, Velveteen Dream. I don't want this to be ruined. Like, it seems like a pretty good thing, and I'm hoping it lasts long enough to where we can actually get into the Thunderdome. I, I didn't know that they were secretly posting on Twitter that you could register for it, and then two days later, I found out that they did that. Like, <laughs> I want there to be one chance for the Brothers of Discussion to get in there before it's completely thrown in the garbage. And really, we only have what? We have, we have a payback, right? And then it's gone. And then we got to watch shows again at uh, at the performance center. So hey, I need you to stretch for one minute, just because I gotta go let my girlfriend in the house. Hold on. I I got it. All right, everybody. So Matt is is talking all by himself here, but he's fine, right? How, how's everybody doing today? No, I, I I'm gonna keep rolling on, on the Thunderdome thing. So I said two things. One, I I don't I don't want people to ruin it. Uh, the other thing is that I'm pretty sure Mike was saying. Uh, that people were hanging around for four hours. Uh, I'm fairly certain that they were actually cycling people through. So you you would get so much time on the Thunderdome, and then a new person would come in. So that was the thing about people getting banned, is that they were actually just like cycling a large group of people in and out. So nobody was... Yeah. As far as I could tell, like even in the communications of the people that were banned... Uh, they were getting the same communication to people that were just like, hey, thanks for coming in. We're letting other people watch Thunderdome now. Like, I don't know. I, I, I would probably just go right back in and see if they actually are banned. But, um, all right, uh, Mike, another thing I talked about, again, go to bodpodcast.com, brothersadiscussion.com. And everybody that's watched it, thank you so much. We actually just got, I got the notification on Squarespace today that our website was blowing up. So thank you so much uh, for everybody who's watched the video. I'm, I'm pretty Ooh. pretty happy about it. Amy, you said some nice words, so I, I appreciate you watching it too. Um, it took me, Mike, content creators, I got to get used to this. Um, it took me all goddamn day to put that video together. But... One of the things I did talk about in that video is Dominic Mysterio and Pat McAfee. I think I listed that as my number three thing to come out of SummerSlam weekend. Um, number, well, I'll, I'll just leave it at that because I I, you guys got to check the, the top five. That's, that's, you got to go to our YouTube page and check out the new video. Um, also, I should tease, got another new video coming out and blog that's going to be about the five wrestlers that could be added to the NXT... Fatal 4-Way Championship match. Uh, we'll talk about that more once we get to NXT and AEW. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, you guys just got to keep your eyes peeled to BODpodcast.com. We're I'm finally putting out content on a <laughs> more than a <laughs> weekly basis. All right. I, uh, I think before SummerSlam, I don't think there was a soul on Earth who thought that they would walk away from this weekend saying, 
I'll be goddamned. Dominic Mysterio and Pat McAfee actually belong in a WWE ring. Yeah. I, 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 I like Dominic, not only did he, uh, he kind of kept up that, that passion of the Christ, um, endurance, um, and tolerance for pain. Um, he actually got a few opportunities to put some offense out there that I saw, um, some of the wrestling publications who I'm not going to name just, um, you know, kind of get down on the outcome. But I think the important thing was you still need Seth Rollins to win because uh, he's been the face of this company for, you know, uh, you know, not for a short amount of time. He's married to the most uh, beloved female character in the company. I, I didn't need Dominic Mysterio to win. He's just supposed to put up a good fight, which is what he did. And then Pat McAfee, I, I think literally all we wanted was don't, for some reason squash adam cole like through weapons or outside interference and instead they just put on a very good one-on-one match um and i i i think i'm guilty of it i think a lot of people based on their reactions uh kind of felt the same but mcafee i know he's a punter and obviously some athleticism is required to be a professional kicker you know in the football national football league but I don't think anyone realized how athletic the guy really is, uh, whether he was, uh, you know, essentially doing, you know, a, a, you know, almost a five foot vertical on, on flat feet jump uh, from the mat up to the top rope, um, whether he was, you know, cartwheeling and back flipping, front flipping, uh, bumping for Adam Cole. I think a lot of us kind of expected, um, a bit of a, like a, you know, WrestleMania, Bobby Lashley, Donald Trump, where, you know, he eats a stunner and he kind of just collapses into a pile of mashed potatoes, like, you know, our current president did back then. Uh, But he looks like a legitimate wrestler who's been training really hard to put on a good show. And I think you're lying to yourself if you watch that, either of those matches and didn't, you know, you didn't walk away impressed um, that, you know, those two put on really, really strong performances. Yeah, I'm actually kind of wondering too if you, uh, Mike, did you, did you actually watch, did you watch my video? Because it sounds like you did. No? Oh my God. Oh, this is embarrassing. Um, Okay, well, uh, these are some of the same points I made on my video. Um, I'm a little heartbroken that we come out with one piece of content a week and uh, Mike was was too busy. Uh, There's a lot of wrestling out there, man. I'm trying. Yeah, okay. Anyway, this is the second week now. I, I guess I'm going to have to call you out on that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pat McAfee doing well. I, I dubbed as like, oh, crap, punters can wrestle too. Um it's it's really all just good news, and I know we're getting kind of hung up on like uh, every topic here, so I, I'm ready to keep moving. But um, yeah, I'm I'm really thrilled, and I, I would say go to bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com to check out the blog and the blog uh, that lists that lists Dominic and Mysterio in our top five things to come out of the weekend. Um, now another thing that came uh, came out of that weekend, Mike, and it's also in the top five. I won't give away where in the top five, but it's uh, Roman Reigns, Mike. Smiling is my favorite, is how you put it. Uh, Randy Orton's really been digging into Roman Reigns for those uh, tiefers that he's got rolling out. Um, annihilates the Fiend uh, and Braun. Braun, I think, is is done. 
Um, now, here's what I said in the video, a quick tease, because this is the thing, is that we're talking about things I put in the video. Mike, maybe why you want to watch the content we put out, the Brothers of Discussion content every now and then. Uh, maybe subscribe to the YouTube channel, because I don't even know if you're subscribed to it. But uh, everybody, please, uh, including Mike, subscribe to the YouTube channel. It helps us out. <laughs> um, I think that we're in for an amazing story of Roman and the Fiend. And, and I gave some hints that Rome, you know, Roman's already taken down Seth Rollins. He's already taken down Daniel Bryan. He's already taken down John Cena. I, I think he's going to take down Roman Reigns, too. I think we're really telling this story like this is the guy. And uh, I even talked about how every single poster that the WWE has put out that The Fiend has been involved in the pay-per-view, he's been on that poster. And I think that's important. I, I think that's huge. I, I think there's there's other pro wrestlers who have been at the top of mind for the WWE, and they just haven't made it to posters. They haven't been like that marquee event. They haven't made it to the main event. Um, and I think The Fiend is is just this... He's at this level where he's he's transcending like the the hardcore wrestling fan the casual fan the person who's like what the hell is this i need to check this out like which is i, I would say a, a lower level than the casual fan um all of that is checking the boxes he's an interesting thing and he's something that you and i have both said um like he's he's got is it is it emmys emmys is the television awards right yes okay yes uh, I mean, yeah, he's he's totally doing Emmy, or at least a, a nod, and we already know that the Emmy Awards are out, so he's been completely ignored, but um, I, I really did think he could have fit in there somewhere, uh, and with all that being said, I think the WWE recognizes that, and I think Roman coming in, it's not the end of The Fiend, I think it's, it's all good news, I think The Fiend is going to find some way to uh, maybe not teach Roman a lesson, but, you know, it, it's... It's going to work out in The Fiend's favor eventually. I'll say eventually is probably the better way to put it. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of a, a little bit up in the air, uh, you know, when COVID hit and Roman disappeared for, uh, for obvious, you know, good reason, um, you know, because of the health issues he's had. had um, you know, it's just, it didn't make sense for him to come back during the pandemic. Right. It's still here, uh, but at least it feels like we're getting a little bit closer to having an idea how to regulate things and, you know, nope. be, be somewhat safer. Um, so I get, you know, Roman coming back now, but. Uh, just a hot take here. Um, I, I don't think we're going to be any safer or any closer to happiness until that vaccine comes out. I think eventually people are just going to say, fuck it. And I think we're already at that point. So I uh, just want to throw that in there. So. Uh, well, you, you can, but, you know, I'm just saying we have a better idea of at least how to test and keep people away. At least it seems like WWE's taking that seriously. So nobody's saying that it's cured, Matt. I think you can calm down over there. We get your wife's a doctor. All right, calm down. Anyway, so I just think Whoa, that... Oh, shit. There fiend, it is. With the, um, yeah, with The Fiend, Roman Reigns, you know, this company needed Roman. Uh I think you are going to see a, a boost in numbers, a boost in viewership. I think people do want to see the big dog pummel somebody like The Fiend. Um, the only thing that was a little curious I saw was people were saying, this is Roman finally going heel. And no, eh, I wouldn't make that leap. I think he's still just Roman being Roman, and they're yeah. just going to promote him as the best. He's not going to be promoted as a bad guy. He's 
you know, he's beyond that. He's he's like Bray Wyatt in that way, where he's not really a face or a heel. He's just its own entity that you are excited to see for one reason or another. A huge confusion, I, I think, in the world of pro wrestling as to what exactly, like, a guy who wins and who's supported by the company isn't necessarily a face, right? Like, it, you have to actually read between the lines and see what the character does, because Roman doesn't, he doesn't always follow that line of, of face stuff, especially with what, like, I, and I, I think what somebody might say right now is, yeah, that's right, he, he turned heel. But no, this is all things we've seen from Roman in the past, is taking out guys like The Fiend and Braun. This isn't new. Uh, so, yeah, turn on your WWE Network, Google, Google search, Network search, Roman Reigns, and uh, you'll, you'll see the evidence there. He's been doing the same stuff for quite a while. Um... Remember when he took out The Undertaker and came to the ring and said, this is my yard now, and expected the booze? Like, yeah, it's not a heel turn. It's a, it's a Roman return. Uh, that's about it. All right, Mike, Keith Lee, debuting on Raw in a skirt, is how you put it. Uh, you don't like his music. Um... Yeah, Keith Lee already came out and said, uh, you know, I, I don't choose the music. We'll get to it eventually. So he yeah. kind of tried to brush it aside. I guess a uh, hot tag, Matt. Oh, wait. wait. Here comes hot a graphic. Tag. Woo! Graphic! <laughs> All right. Um, here's, my, here's my hot tag question. I feel like people really like Keith Lee's music. Uh, Basket is glory. Um, they kind of liked waving their arms to it a little bit. Matt, here's my hot tag question. Why did they change it? What happened in the production meeting? Why do they think God. this is going to boost the popularity of Keith Lee by giving him uh, more generic music? I, I would think that the only reasonable conversation that they had was he just lost to Karrion Cross. Let's completely hit the reset button. Uh, Keith, you're going to shave. You're going to get a new outfit. Nobody talked about the shaving. I thought that was weird. That nobody, you know, that, like that's, this is a that's billion, a, man. This is a bit. Let me preface the rest of your answer. This is a, a company that makes a billion dollars. Yeah, sometimes the wildly popular, a company that doesn't want to be a wrestling company anymore. They want to be in the same uh, breath of a company like Disney. They're just a media uh, corporation. That's what they are. So a media corporation looked at Keith Lee, all his success in NXT, and said no. Matt, what were they thinking? I, I what think do they was, know that we don't? I think I was summing it up there that they wanted to hit the reset button. Do you, do you not like that answer? Do you want something else? Were you not listening? I just, I, I don't know <laughs> if I need a reset, Matt. I, I heard your answer. I just, uh, a reset? I don't think people yeah. were really, you know, living and dying with a carrying cross victory. Um, what's to be gained by making his music more generic, I guess? I mean, I don't know. I don't think there is anything to gain. I thought that they had an established character that did pretty well at Survivor Series. If uh, I, I don't know if you're, do you want to ask? Do I like the 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 change of the music? Because I don't. I don't understand that decision at all. I think when you have a character that's working and you're calling him up because fans love him, I don't understand any changes to the character. I don't understand why tag teams come up after they're so successful in NXT and then go on a years-long losing streak. 
none of this makes sense. Like I like some of it is like slotting guys to just fill out roster spots and then put guys, you know, down into NXT because you feel like they're ready to to like go from all right, they're developing and now they're ready to be on TV. So now we've got to move this tag team out. They've already fought everybody. They're time to move up to the main roster. Eventually, you know, maybe they'll suck for a while, but eventually they'll get a shot. I mean, none of this, yeah, none of it makes sense. Uh, if I, if I, um, like I said, I, I, I feel like the conversation would have been in the room, and I don't agree with it, but I feel like the conversation in the room was, all right, this guy's going to lose his NXT championship, uh, so let's kind of, maybe we'll create a new Keith Lee. That's the best I can come up with. Mike, if you have a better idea, please, gosh, uh, let us know. Well, I don't think that you... Uh, I didn't think you were wrong with the with the reboot. For me, I don't think that it's necessarily just about carrying cross. It almost yeah. feels like he had such an established um, like persona and character as somebody who was a double championship holder. Um, you know, he's a conqueror in NXT. And now by kind of redoing his look, uh, redoing his music, now it's almost like they don't want him to coast on that momentum. Um, the really strange thing for me is I, I would love to have a Pepsi Coke challenge and see who could pick Bobby Lashley, Apollo Crews, and Keith Lee's music. Uh, without seeing the intro video behind them, because those songs are so interchangeable. There's, I I would be shocked if anybody could correctly pick those three for three. Um, so it's kind of weird that they do that to all their prominent uh, black wrestlers. <laughs> they get this awful, just kind of chugging, um, you know, vaguely hard rock music um, instead of something, you know, a little. A little more, um, you know, like designed, uh, uh, you know, connecting to the character. So I guess I guess it's a little weird that they have, you know, three black wrestlers who are vaguely the same shape and size, all have the same music. So that that kind of raises some eyebrows for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I guess maybe they don't want him to coast on his momentum. It it. it it's weird. It's like they, it's like they do treat him like an indie wrestler, where they want him to almost do another uh, proving ground and be like, "You're not allowed to use all your wins from NXT. You're in Vince's program now. Now you have to basically start from scratch." But like out of the other side of their mouth, the first thing he does is interject himself into Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre feud. So it's right. just kind of like. A lot of mixed signals from this company. <laughs> um, well, Amy, uh, Amy threw in. Uh, I feel like there is a, a kink in the chain of command, or the transition uh, needs more fine tuning. Um, I, I mean, no, I mean, and everything you're saying Amy, is a hundred percent correct. I think there's always been like uh, the, these issues of communication. It feels like you know, when it comes down to it, right, whenever there's an issue in any business, in any relationship, it's like that that communication is problem number one. And I, I wonder, is it, you know, Keith Lee is, is saying, like, I don't make the decisions on the music, man. 
But we also know that Shawn Michaels did the uh, lyrics in his music. So, like, is it is it up to Keith? So I I don't know. But is it up to Keith? Is it Keith Lee that has to come in and say like, what the hell? What the hell is this shit? I I gotta listen to fucking Instagram and Twitter comments for a whole goddamn week now because uh, you guys gave me this bullshit music and I was an established character. Um, so. It just, you know, there's probably some, I doubt, I doubt that Vince McMahon is going through an iPod and listening to tracks and going, that's it. That's, this one is Keith Lee. Like, it's probably some guy that was like, well, just pick, pick a song. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck, what do I do? There's, there's only so many generic songs we have left. I could go back and we could do Kurt Angle's music again, but that'll be the third guy who's at it. Um... <laughs> I just want to let people know that I watch pro wrestling since I was a kid. Thanks, um, anyways, <laughs> that's where that came from. Uh, yeah, it, it, it does. Like, you can't really connect the dots there. There's no there's no rhyme or reason to it. I, I think it, I'll, I'll come back and say if you have an established character, like, just just keep it there. Like, it's not yeah, like you know, a heel. It's not like, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I think what's uh, the last, I guess the last piece of this um, is just, like you said with Kurt Angle, he he was using uh, just recycled, reheated entrance music. Um, you know, I, I forget what it was called. It was called like patriotic anthem or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not it's not the you know the music that makes the man, but you know by the same token, it, it does make it a whole lot easier. Um, you know, if you're Triple H and you get to come out to Motorhead. Um, you know, and then, um, you know, three-man band comes out, I'm a three-man band, and they sound ridiculous. Like, if Triple H came out to that spewing water, he never would have got, you know, <laughs> as big as he did. Um, so it's just, I, I, you know, you can do so much on your own. You know, that's what Kurt Angle did. He became one of the best wrestlers on the planet, even with the terrible, terrible entrance music. Um, that was such a great point. But it, it's more a, an indicator of what this company thinks of you that they don't yeah. feel like they want to invest something musically into you. Oh yeah, that was such a great point. I knocked out my headphones twice on accident. <laughs> um, all right, Mike, you want to talk about Alistair Black going heel? Um, yeah, just briefly. Um, I I never feel like the Alistair Black fans were were like, oh man, when are they gonna reboot him? It's just like, just put him on TV. He can talk. He can fight. It looks real. That's, yeah, that's the reboot of Aleister Black. Give him TV time. <laughs> that's that's all he needed was a chance. I, I don't know what else. You, you, you just put him in some title matches. He'll look really good. Um, that spot he does where he lifts up his prone opponent off the ground with the top of his foot just so we can you know give him a black mask kick. Um, that's some creative stuff. The guy talked about entrance music, got to write the lyrics for his song. Um, but <laughs> it's like they're rebooting him... Vince, because the rest of us already get it. So, um, at the very least, with Keith Lee going up against Orton, that means that okay, they feel like he can be, you know, toe to toe with one of the greats. And Alistair being in there with Kevin Owens, uh, you know, Kevin Owens is one of the, you know, like Jericho level, uh, like uh, that kind of top tier talker, wrestler, you know, fill in the blank could be on the, you know, he's, Mount Rushmore of wrestling. He's the Teflon pro wrestler he brought up when the show first started. He could go yeah. down for weeks and he'll be fine. Yeah. So 
at least if they're saying we're going to put you up against Kevin, you're going to feud with Kevin. Um, it's something he can, you know, sink his teeth into and should be able to come out, you know, uh, better for it at the end of it. So, got a, it's, quick, uh, a little quick inspiring as a fan, but yeah. Quick shout out from, uh, let's see, Brent uh, Rodriguez, I think. Um, <clears throat> no, it's Rodriguez. Um, Brent, you. Did he write the word hot dogs? No, he wrote very good points. So thanks, Brent, for tuning in. <sighs> thanks, Brent. I do <laughs> wish that he had said the word hot dog, though. I'm a little let down. We'll see if he's still listening. <laughs> um, all right, we've got uh, Shayna and Naya. I'm actually pretty psyched about. Um, I, I thought... I don't know. I, I, I think it's time for, for everything to just come crumbling down for Sasha and Bailey. And I think that that is, that's a great spot. I'm going to say like just having Shayna come in and handing her the title. I don't, I don't know about the storytelling there. Uh, probably going back to like the conversation about Keith Lee, like maybe there is some need sometimes to like rebuild the, the established character. Uh, but like with Shayna, she already lost at WrestleMania. So let's let's kind of start to... Let's pick up all the crumbled blocks and see what see what we can make out of it. And I think if we're turning it into a tag team that's going to take down Bailey and Sasha, I think that's totally fine. And I, I always love this idea of a tag team that's going to get together and not be friends at first, but they're just too damn good to lose. Um... The only yeah. thing is, I wish it wasn't Nia Jax because I think you and I have been on the same page for a while about, you know, there's probably some wrestlers that haven't done as much damage to the uh, the roster um, mm -hmm. that, you know, could get a shot. Uh, it's not like Nia is amazing in the ring. It's not like she's amazing on the mic. So, you know, what are I we think, doing? Uh, the weirdest thing about the pairing is... Uh... You know, this is the brothers of discussion. So we're obviously making an allusion to Kane and The Undertaker, who were a tag team, and they were both seven feet tall, 300 pounds, and they beat up everybody. But they were both pretty established on their own. Uh, you know, Kane essentially almost, you know, basically holding the title in his first week, you know, lighting people on fire, beating up Stone Cold, beating up The Undertaker, beating up Mankind. So the only kind of weird thing was Shada and Nia. I, I love a good, you know, big... Big meaty women slapping meat uh, <laughs> combo, yeah. if you will. But uh, the, just the weird thing is that Nia's kind of had a little bit of you know solo success. Shayna's had basically none uh, since since her call up. So the really kind of weird thing is that I would want my Shayna to be the muscle of the group. And instead, that's going to go to Nia because she's literally the only other big person on you know either show for Raw and SmackDown. So I'm I'm pumped to see the uh the two of them hold the women's tag titles and kind of reset how they even approach the entire division. Um and that's nothing against Sasha and Bailey, but you know it's it's wrestling. It's uh the times they are changing. And uh um you know I'm excited to see some of the the smaller teams, you know, try and see what they can do against uh the two you know arguably biggest women in the company. But um, it's just for me, I'm a little, as a Shayna Baszler t-shirt owner, I'm a little bummed that, you know, she she's going to be given the hot tag to Nia Jax, I guess. You know, she's going to be the Enzo tagging in. That's big Nia. And she's six and a half feet tall. And you can't teach that, you know. 
don't know if they're going to have a tandem entrance. Um, I'm excited to see if they do. Uh, maybe Shayna will put Nia up on her shoulders, which you know would be an impressive feat of strength. Uh, man, the sky's the limit for this game. I uh, just I don't. I hope Shayna still gets the shine as the muscle of this group. Um, and then Mike, I think I think you might have to take the lead on this one. Um, but CM Punk applauding the NBA players for going on strike. Um, I I think it's something that uh, if you guys want to tune into our hockey show, we go um, every Monday morning. Uh, we talk about the Detroit Red Wings, and we will most certainly talk about what's going on in the NHL right now, where they finally canceled games for the weekend. Um, but yeah, the the NBA. This kind of would push this all forward, but you you want to talk about punk uh, specifically? Oh well, yeah. I, you know, we could just give this like sixty seconds. It's just um, United States, just another example of uh, you know uh, another Black American uh, videotapes getting gunned down by police this time. You know, we don't have all the footage. We don't know what happened before the uh, act. Uh, but Jacob was rounding his, his van, looking to get in. Uh, you know, his children were inside, and police, you know, followed him into his car, shot him in the back. Uh, it looks like he's going to survive. He's going to pull through. But the, one of the bullets did sever his, uh, his spine, so it's looking pretty unlikely that he's going to be able to walk again, but it does look like he's going to survive. Um NBA players did something uh, pretty stunning. Uh, you know, we we didn't COVID, a global epidemic, couldn't stop the NBA, but looks like uh, more racism actually will. Um, so pretty, uh, pretty, pretty incredible moment. Uh, I, I believe it. It only happened one other time in the '60s. Uh, there was a a protest by uh, NBA players, and they just sat out and said, "We're not playing. This is garbage." Um, and basically just CM Punk coming out and, you know, I, I don't think it was a hard, um, hard thing to get behind, but, you know, just applauding the NBA players for, for doing something that really takes some guts. Um, and there's some pretty good interviews from NBA players who are just saying, you know, it doesn't make sense. There isn't going to be change if we're out here, you know, entertaining the masses. Um, you know, we're a distraction from important issues. So we need to, you know, maybe have sports take a back seat so you know we're not gonna play we don't we don't feel like playing this isn't emotionally where we are right now and um i th- i think there was an opportunity here for the i don't WWE know I, I don't think i don't think we could have that reasonable expectation for, for yeah I, it's tough because uh I, I guess I didn't expect a lot from WWE. Maybe they would say something. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, you know, I wouldn't have expected them to, uh, you know, cancel the show or anything like that. That is, I won't, I won't, you know, I won't go that far and say that we should expect that from them, but at least doing something, knowing that, you know, they employ so many minorities, so many people who, who, you know, are black, who have talked about, you know, that same fear that a lot of the NBA players have talked about of people in blue. Um, so I guess kind of knowing that it's it's one thing to, uh, you know, occasionally let your wrestlers have armbands that say BLM on it. 
Um, and it's, you know, just a little something extra if you can actually invest time and resources and, uh, you know, be outspoken about change. So, well, I, I guess what I tweeted out was they should say something. So I, I don't know if it made sense for them to cancel a show that's pre-taped. It's not like it's the same scenario. But uh, what I, I just, again, this goes back to like the Velveteen Dream stuff. Like just acknowledge it. Like say something. There's, there's an opportunity to put, somebody passes, you know, there's a, there's a little snippet before the shows start. Um, I don't know what happened in AEW. Maybe they did. Uh, I, I didn't, uh, I was preparing for this, so, uh, I do apologize. I know, uh, like Thursdays are just the best day for us to record for this. So I'm, uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're missing AEW right now, but, uh, yeah, not a whole lot from them, but, uh, well, I just, I wanted to speak to the idea. I have no idea if they actually posted something, but I think, I think there's a, a strong responsibility for these two brands that keep saying they want to be treated like a sport. And if you think wwe doesn't then why do they have a relationship with espn but um yeah if they want to be treated like a sport then you know act like one uh that's that's kind of where i'm coming from on that i know it's i i totally get what you're saying i'm not i'm not saying you're wrong to say it's tough to expect i think the expectations are are just it's one of those things where it's like there are so many things that are tough to uh expect but i want um all right and amy amy is actually confirming for us that uh, they didn't say anything so Thank you, Amy. Uh, uh, God, I love having a correspondent, uh, <laughs> like out in the field. Uh, I yeah. appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's something too where you're kind of like making a stand for your community, and that's that's why it's important to kind of say those things. Um, I mean, I I would challenge everyone. I, I for the for the hockey Twitter account, I actually said, "Cool, so uh, everybody, while you have the night off, since hockey was canceled tonight, I started posting a bunch of links." to like where I've gotten my, my audible stuff uh, for the books that I've been listening to um, some, some different books that people can listen to along, uh, you know, along with me. So I said, here's the stuff uh, or here's where you can find this stuff. And I tried to at least kind of push the narrative where it's not just like, all right, hockey's canceled tonight. It, it's kind of like, you know, just, just an opportunity to, to, to do your part. I think um, kind of, if, if it's going to happen, it can't just be, you know, hockey's canceled for tonight or the WWE or AEW made a statement. I think like, even from our perspective, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, it's, it's just, you have a voice kind of take advantage of it. And I know you're not against that. And I'm not saying you are. Um, I just, I, I'm going to keep asking for more and I, I get what you're saying. You're not saying don't ask the WWE to do it. Um, I just, I guess I'm trying to defend myself for saying like, you know, make them do something it's like that that meme where they're just sitting there doing nothing and somebody's poking them with a stick come on do something uh i just want something same with velveteen stuff i want something um all right well we've we've run the gamut here on all of our pro wrestling news um do we want to talk uh we don't have another wednesday night wars again i still have my great graphic though All right, um, I'll run the graphic. I'm, let's uh, let's pretend we're doing the Wednesday. Oh no, I didn't fix it. Oh, it's so tiny. Damn it! Oh, I fucked it up. All right, the Wednesday Night Wars. All right, but it's gotta do more pre-show work. No, oh, damn it. <laughs> I know, I I know. Uh, it's different. Like I, I'm directing everything from my computer, so uh, Mike doesn't get to see it. But Mike, it showed up in like the top little corner. <laughs> it just said Wednesday Night Wars. 
All right. So again, AEW is going on right now. Uh, but the two big things to talk about, I, I, I think, and, and this is where we can kind of uh, build up, uh, you know, everybody going to BODpodcast.com over the weekend because uh, I want to put together that video of um, the five pro, res- pro wrestlers I think should be joining the newly announced Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Championship now that Karrion Cross has relinquished the title for a shoulder injury. Uh, that somebody pointed out on Twitter, the same shoulder injury that Finn Balor had. Um, he's my pick to win this, by the way. Uh, yeah, Gary Kras goes down. 60-minute Iron Man match for all of the men. Uh, for all the past. Recognizable NXT talents. Oh. And I think that's where that's where my list of five guys, that once that comes out, uh, I'll just, uh, I will tease, I'll tease one. Because I think number one, I'm going to blow everybody's socks off and they're going to go, oh, right, that's a perfect get. Um, but one of the, you know, in, in my top five would be uh, Samoa Joe, I think would fit perfectly with this group of five. Um, and I think that would like take this match over the next level. Now, the way that I'm titling this article is that I'm not mad that it's a fatal four way or what's going on, but I, I'm thinking like, all right. What if we did, like, a one surprise guy, like, on the main roster that could come back? And that's where the rest of the article takes off. Uh, so I'm excited for that to come out. Again, bodpodcast.com, brothersdiscussion.com. If you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you'll get the update when that video comes out. But, Mike, how excited are you for this match? Um, well, it's uh, it's such a bittersweet thing. Um, I was really excited to see the uh, the reign of Karrion Cross. Yeah. Um but you know, kind of, kind of, it is what it is. You got to kind of scramble and kind of reset, reboot. And uh, honestly, out of those four guys, I, you're not really going to have a bad show uh, as any of them with, with as the as the, the front runner. Um, I think that the least likely is probably Adam Cole, uh, just because he already had his long run. Second least likely is probably Gargano. Yep. Um, I, I got to think it's Champa, who doesn't really have a lot going on right now. Right, so fourth On, uh, least likely is uh, Balor. The fourth least likeliest <laughs> of the four. I love, yeah, is, I love uh, run with that. Is probably Finn Balor. I, I think I'd be a little surprised if he didn't win. Uh, <laughs> you talk about being uh, kind of directionless, um, kind of needing to uh, you know put a little polish on him. Uh, this is a uh, quick, easy Band-Aid fix uh, to make Finn Balor relevant again. Yep. Um, you know, I, I that still, 10 minutes uh, with uh, Timothy Thatcher at TakeOver 30, just put him over the top? I, I'm just, I'm I kidding. will say, like, no, you know what? I will say that a couple people, like, if you watch Roman Reigns at a pay-per-view match, you're going to watch an excellent match because he he he, he, he overdoes it on his bumps. Um, not, and not to say that they don't look realistic. What I mean is that he really punishes himself for our entertainment. Um, and I think Finn Balor likewise on these takeovers has really done a number to his, to himself and to other people. Um, I, I think so fondly of, uh, goodness gracious me. Um, God, who did he fight, uh, two takeovers ago? I like it. I can't even remember who he was fighting. I just remember that Balor was like not doing a like a WWE Balor match, you know, where he had to um, tune you up for a little bit and then do a running drop kick and then go for the coup de gras. 
Like he's literally just like running at his opponent, um, trying to get him in submission moves and stomping, 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 stomping. Like this relentless attack that I've, it was so exciting to see because it went off, you know, the usual uh, uh, move set from Balor. So I think if he can, you know, be allowed to do something like that uh, for the 60 man match, uh, obviously it'd be pretty cool to see him sprint for 60 minutes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I have the t-shirt. I, I, I liked Demon Balor. I was a big fan. Um, Matt, would you, how hard would you pop if he came out as Demon Balor next Wednesday? Or Tuesday, I guess. Ooh. Um, you know what? I hate that you brought that up, because now I feel like he's only going to win if he does that, right? Uh, but, I, like, if he doesn't come out as Demon Balor, then I'm immediately going, all right, Champa's taking this. Um, God. But, yeah, it would be pretty sweet if he came out as Demon Balor. I, th- I think that would make a lot of sense. And I think that would be, like, then, then we're being told as fans, like, you could root for Finn Balor again, right? Um, he's, he's away from, from being a bad guy, but then, uh, you know, out of that, out of that four, I mean, right, we kind of need, I guess, I mean, Gargano's such a weak character right now. You've got Adam Cole, who's like, like he goes up against Pat McAfee and we're all kind of like, well, we're rooting for Adam Cole, right? Like we're not rooting. Nobody's rooting for Pat McAfee. So Adam Cole's most recent feud made him face uh and then you've got champ who's also a face uh so you know what are we doing here uh kind of thing um oh Paige says uh she's hyped for smackdown now um she's excited for uh thunderdome and to see who's gonna do something crazy (laughs) hey Paige. Paige. um yeah, it's, I, I guess uh, I, I want to see, I don't know, maybe we're going to do like this whole, uh, we were talking about the reset button on Keith Lee before. Maybe this is going to be the reset button for everything NXT. And like, we're going to see double heel turns and face turns kind of thing, like double turns. And then um, <laughs> Paige, yay, Thunderdome. Uh, so we're going to do those. What about a pirouette? Turns. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Aw, hi, Paige. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I want to see, I want to see this as like this new reset of the story. I think there's an opportunity here. Like two of these guys can walk out of here with a feud. Uh, and then the other two can walk away with like, oh, I almost won the championship kind of thing. I should be the next one to go. Uh, so I, that's, that's what I, I hope we get out of this. Can I, that's where I kind can of I make uh, that reset. I want to make one, uh, request. one big, big request, uh, for this match. If we're gonna do NXT's greatest hits, can we please, please find Mauro Ronaldo, dig him up, and get him to call this match for sixty minutes? Because I can't listen to Vic Joseph or Tom Phillips for sixty oh. minutes. Try and call this. I like Vic Joseph. You're a monster. <laughs> I'm done. I, I can't no. do his his. I can't do his big wind up anymore. I'm out. I'm out. All right. I I can't I can't quite. Well, I watch every episode on mute, so I don't know if I can really comment, right? We already established that as uh, truth. <laughs> can I comment on commenters? Uh, commentators? No. Um, we also got Billy other things. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It, I, I stole your thunder. Is it crazy that Breezango combined has one title reign and it started last night? 
no singles titles. No, nothing in NXT. Nothing in the main roster. Yeah. Uh, they have one NXT tag team title reign. It's uh, about twenty four hours right now. It's <laughs> it's their career highlight. Um, yeah, uh, I love these dancing fools. Um, I love their homoeroticism. I love their silver pants. Um, I think that uh, they're two of my favorite blushing boys in the entire world. And I think that this brain took, took too long to get here, Matt. We, we should have been enjoying the Breezango run years ago. Uh, but at least it's here now. And I'm really digging um, uh, Fandango's uh, uh, pandemic haircut. It's really cool. Um, he's kind of got, it's kind of grown into that Will Ferrell afro a little bit. I'm, yeah. I'm really starting to dig that. Um, and I just want more. I want more silver pants. I want more David Bowie outfits. And I want more Will Ferrell hair. That's one. No, I, uh, I mean, Brizango has been one of our favorites since, uh, you know, they started doing their fashion police stuff. So anything that results in seeing those two celebrate at the end of the night, I, I think is a, is a bonus for, for all wrestling fans, but mostly the brothers to discussion. Um, that's my fear though. I, I already brought it up is, is how long is this going to last? Um, I feel like Imperium was kind of like, well, we can't stay in the States. We gotta go back. Uh, so they're, <laughs> so they're going back, you know, uh, to NXT UK. And I, I think that's, um, that's actually restarting soon from what I've seen on Twitter. Yes. So, uh, yep. I, I think, uh, after they figure out what the hell was going to go on with that roster, um, I'm, I guess now they've got that figured out. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was such a shit show in NXT UK. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess uh, Imperium is, uh, we actually have a couple of decent human beings that are in uh, in that faction. So they'll be sticking around, but uh, hopefully they'll get, they'll get some play in, in NXT UK. And I think this is where that transition was of, we have a legit tag. We have a couple of legit tag teams in, in NXT. So let's let's see what happens here. Yeah, let's uh, let's give it to Brizango, who definitely deserves it. I mean, this is one of those things where it was like uh, with Drake Maverick uh, hanging around. Um, this is a guy that that did something for so long that uh, would tear at any human being's insides. Um, you know, having to be the character that is a cuck. Uh, to his wife and for the the uh, twenty four seven championship, so it's like, of course, he deserves to stick around in NXT. So, Brizango were goofballs for years. Uh, same thing as like three MB getting shots at the title. It's it's sad that Drew McIntyre right now is the only guy left standing, but um, and he he also left. It's, it's, but I I digress. Um, Brizango has done so much for this company to be the goofballs. Uh, to be the losers, uh, a title run is probably asking for for less than they deserve. Um, it's overdue. Amy, to say I, I think you yeah. missed an E on that. Uh, Amy wants to know if she spelled Breezango right. I think it's uh, B R E E. But um, yeah, Amy's also on board with Breezango. So high five there to Amy. I hope you're high five in your webcam <laughs> or your your screen right now. But yeah. um, they're so easy to cheer for too. They're I mean they're great guys that. Love the sports entertainment aspect, I think, even more than the pro wrestling. And they're so goddamn good at pro wrestling. Um, but they they know what this business is. And I, I think there's a lot to, to say for that. I mean, there's um, 
there's things that we're excited for now, like a mimosa match. Um, I mean, that's the type of stuff that we get up for this this business for. Uh, so, yeah, Brizango should definitely be holding titles, and they should get all the TV time they want. Boom. All right, Mike, we don't have too much to talk about in AEW. Uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll actually get a regular schedule this upcoming week. I know... Uh, well, actually, NXT's on Tuesday, but that'll still work out for our Thursday recording schedule. But, um, yeah, if... Um, There's a uh, real quick of AEW. We haven't heard a peep uh, from them uh, about the current situation. Um, but there's a, a new talking head for the Lucha Bros wearing a T-shirt that says, All Lives Can't Matter Until Black Lives Matter. So, at least there's one progressive moment. Um, I, I would think we'd see it from Cody, who... You know, uh, is married to somebody who's black, uh, maybe be a little bit more outspoken, but at least there's one character, a side character for the Lucha Brothers. So there you go. Yeah, I, I think on that, there's there's too much PR that gets in the way to make things more political than they need to be when we're really we're, we're talking about people not getting killed by police officers. Um, I mean, a, an entire... You know, I mean, like, just minorities, like, not getting p- killed by police. And, and we're, you know, again, we've mentioned it a bunch of times. Uh, everybody knows what side we're on. And obviously, we're two white guys talking about it. So, I mean, we're never going to understand what is, like, what um, what anybody's going through that, that we just will we'll never understand. Uh, we could do as much reading, like I mentioned before, as we want. Uh, but... I think the the issue is that it just gets forgotten that this isn't this doesn't have to be political. I think we can if we if you crossed out you know that there needs to be a conservative and a liberal side to this, and you just said, "Do I want people to get killed by police officers at a rate that's higher than any other race in any country?" And like <laughs> when you look at the statistic, uh, how much more? Uh, black Americans get killed by police than any other race. It, it's it's just I'm I'm sorry that I mean the statistics are there. So when you ask yourself, do you want that to continue or do you not want it to continue? I think if you took politics out of it, we'd all be on the same side. Um, all right, a good a great majority of us would be on the same side. So I I, I guess I I, I the, to cap this off as I muddle through this. Uh, there's too much politics. There's too much PR. It just has to be, how do you feel? Can you put a good voice on this? Uh, like AEW, you, you made that claim that wrestling, you're going to be the company that wrestling is for everyone. Um, I don't know if you could really truly stand with that. If you're not like publicly over and over coming out for, for BLM and black lives matter. And I think, um, just like with the WWE, I wish that they would just come out and do more. Uh, AEW too, man. Uh, open your shows. Like, remind everybody. Like, the, I mean, the NHL! The NHL, for God's sakes, is not playing tonight! Mike, the NHL is notorious for doing nothing in these situations. And the NHL has canceled their hockey games for the next couple of nights. The NHL. I can't, if the WWE and AEW aren't, aren't making noise about it, I, it's rough. Yeah, I mean, uh, you don't have to be the most, uh, you don't have to be Ben and Jerry's progressive. <laughs> That's asking a lot, apparently. 
but at least be a little bit more on top of it than the National Hockey League. That's your goal. That's the bottom bar. Everybody should you gotta be a little bit more on top of it than a league run by Gary Bettman. There you go. <laughs> uh, just to, I mean, you know, I apologize for, you know, we apologize for making the jokes out of it, but, it, you know, it, it's kind of true. Uh, if, you're, if you're doing less than the NHL, uh, you've got to check yourself. All right. You're doing uh, very little. Yeah, if, but go ahead. If, uh, yeah, if, if anybody has any questions while we're signing off here, please feel free to throw them out there. But uh, check us out on bodpodcast.com and brothersadiscussion.com. Check out our top five uh, results from SummerSlam that is now live on bodpodcast.com, brothersadiscussion.com, our YouTube channel, which if you subscribe to, you'll get all the updates when the new videos come out. Uh, and uh, what we're talking about there are the five things that are going to affect the fall season for the WWE that came out of uh, SummerSlam weekend. And then, uh, of course, like I said, uh, I want you guys to check out and then uh, pipe in on who you think could also be inserted uh, to make this a five-way match, uh, Iron Man match. So I'm kind of just trying to figure out who has also had a huge impact on NXT that uh, could also come away here and, and maybe even win the title. So uh, check that out. And you can follow us uh, at BOD Podcast on Twitter, at brothers underscore of this... Un- at brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. Jesus, criminy. Uh, we've actually been putting stories out on a uh, regular basis, and uh, and our memes. That's that's the home of everything there. Uh, so check that out, Mike. Thank you for letting me go live again, and uh, everybody who tuned in tonight. Thank you so much, Paige, Amy, Brent, and um, I'm so sorry, uh, Stephanie. I, your name escaped me just for a second. I'm so sorry. Uh, but uh, thanks for checking us out, guys, and anybody who's listening now. Um, oh, Mike, uh, <laughs> I can't wait for you to check the YouTube comments. Um, quite a comment on Restream, and I hope everybody, yep, I think everybody can see that. Okay, it's uh, quite a great comment. All right, thanks, everybody. Oh, nice. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Go to YouTube and check out what that comment was. All right, everybody, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>